Hey, bookworms. Welcome to the Picky Bookworm Podcast. I am so glad you are here. I am the Picky Bookworm, and I love bringing recognition to indie and self-published books through book reviews, proofreading, and podcasting. Every Saturday, I get to talk to a member of the writing community, from book bloggers to authors and even other podcasters like myself. I'll include a link to my website where you can leave a comment with your thoughts on the show or questions for the author that I may not have gotten to. You can also find information on how to sponsor this podcast. Ready? Grab your tea, wine, or laundry, and let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Picky Bookworm Podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone had a fantastic New Year's, had a fantastic Christmas, um, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, all that sort of stuff. Um, I hope everyone has had a wonderful New Year so far. This is the first Saturday in um, 2024. And I have a guest that you guys have heard before, um, but she is back to give us some amazing book recommendations to get our 2024 started off on an amazing foot. So um, everybody, I hope that you're as excited as I am to have Kylie Agard back on the podcast. I'm so excited. Kylie and I have been friends for a while now. I got to edit her um, book that is coming out in just a couple of months. I'm so so excited. Um, So we're going to talk about that book for sure. We're going to talk about plenty of other book recommendations to get you guys started off with your amazing full TBR. I know mine's probably going to grow by leaps and bounds, but we're going to get started. So grab your tea, grab your wine, grab your laundry, Caroline, and we're going to get started. Kylie, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I am good. Um, I, I'm going to try to pretend that um, 2024 has started already, but <laughs> we we are actually recording this before New Year's. Um. So, because we wanted to make sure that we had time to record and um, get it all ready to go before um, release day. So, um, we are recording early, um, but at the same time, I hope everybody had a wonderful new year. So, uh, we're living in two different timelines at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... How, since we're recording this early, um, instead of asking how your New Year's went, um, we're going to jump back in time just a little bit and um, talk about maybe some goals and some exciting news um, for the new year um, that um, that you and I um, have respectively. So we'll start with you. Um, First of all, Kind of introduce yourself just a little bit to the um, to the people who maybe didn't meet you last time you were on um, the podcast and just kind of talk about a little bit about your book um, that is coming out next year. I'm, just, I'm so excited. Um, and then, you know, talk about just maybe a couple goals, a couple new goals that you have for 2024. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm Kylie Agard. I am a uh, debut fantasy author. Um, my first book will be coming in 2024. Uh, April is the goal right now. Uh, my current goal of this year is to finish all of the illustrations. I draw all the chapter headers and, and stuff for the book. I have about eight left to do. The goal is to get that done by the end of the year so I can start formatting. And everything Cross, crossing my fingers for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have I have gotten to see the um, the work that Kylie has put into um all of the illustrations and everything that she has done for this book. And there, I guess there were a couple of people that um, accused you of using AI uh, for, for your books. And I, I will vouch, I have seen the process for the drawings and it's not AI, you guys, they look amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to see them. They are absolutely incredible. Um, but no, they are not AI. I will vouch for that and I will die on this hill. They are absolutely yeah, worked so them. hard on them. They can look at my book cover, all 600 and something layers of it. I'm terrible at layer management. Like I constantly make new layers when I start adding new things. So I'm like, okay, which layer was I working on that was like the horse and uh, which one was the specific part of this horse? Like, if anyone wants to see all 600 layers of chaos. <laughs> I have another artist friend. They're like, how do you have 600 layers and not name them? And I'm just like, I just like to torture myself. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I, um, I don't do Photoshop. Like I, I tried really hard to learn Photoshop and the, the closest that I get to manipulating photos is going on Pixlr. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically anybody who can take something that they have drawn and, um, and the, um, and the thing is, uh, for for the listeners, we talk about Kylie's using uh, Photoshop, but there's a lot of pencil drawings um, that go into everything beforehand. So it's um, uh, they're not com they're not completely computer generated. They are drawn by pencil, um, and then the the coloring and the the sharpness, contrast, all of that kind of stuff that is used. Um, in Photoshop, but mm -hmm. the the basic yes. drawings those those are by hand. Um, yeah, they are absolutely amazing. Um, and you are you're actually um making this is a, a super fun announcement. You're actually making me um candle labels like branded mm -hmm. candle labels. Um, yep. I I've gone through I think. And you you might actually have like almost all of them in your candle collection. Um, <laughs> but I think I have like four, four or five different candle labels that I've used um, since I started making the book inspired candles. And I just couldn't find the right ones. I, you know, I would make them and I'd be like, oh, I really like those. And then I decide, you know, a couple months later, I don't they're just not right. 
and then I'd make new ones and then I'd use those for a while and then I would just be like I just don't like them they're just not right and so then you um you offered to um draw me some some new candle labels and I love them I'm so excited to start using them um and I I may I make no promises that six months from now I'm not gonna look at them and go this is just not right. But um, <laughs> that's all right. I, but I had to yeah I I can't promise it's not gonna happen. But I do the same um, thing. <laughs> but I did have well but I did have somebody a couple of years ago create my first logo and I used that logo for years for like probably two years before I decided it was too green and um coming from me that says a lot um it was just it was all pretty much all green and I I needed some different color and so I used it as inspiration to make the logo that I use now um so I you know I can't promise that six months from now I'm not gonna look at the label this beautiful label um and you know just think it's just not right but at the same time based on my logo usage it could very well still be my label three years from now so um you know I I have ADHD I can't there's (laughs) a lot of things that I just can't get my brain to do um and changing things is one of those things that I do all the time um and never when I was a kid, I used to rearrange my bedroom all the time, like, all the time. I was constantly moving furniture around and that, you know, I don't think I ever realized that's actually an ADHD trait. The only reason that I haven't done that in my apartment now is because my husband doesn't handle change very well. And so I avoid it for him. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But otherwise, yeah, but otherwise I would be moving stuff around all the time. And so it's, you know, just having that constant, like new is, is just a thing with me. And, um, so it's, it's not something that I've ever been able to change about myself unless I force myself to so anyway um let's talk your book for just a few minutes and then um we're maybe just a few minutes I can't make that promise um (laughs) but then we'll get into some uh, book recommendations to um add to everybody's TBR for the new year um so book it is book one in the the Hunter of Feralden series. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Okay. Yep. And the um the main character's name is Strider. And um it's I wanna say what multi multi POV or dual POV? I don't uh, I don't remember. It's multi POV. It switches between different characters. Um Main character is technically Strider, but it's multi POV. So, and it is epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 
so good. Like, it's so good, you guys. Um, I absolutely cannot wait. Um, Kylie actually, um, when she had me edit her book, she actually paid the extra um, for um, additional book promotion. So I am um, saving up all of my ideas, um, all of my book promotion ideas. Um for uh for when we start actually like hardcore promoting I am I'm so excited you guys like just the cover itself I the I don't know how many times that we that I have talked with probably you and other guests um about I am a cover judger like I I can't help it um, I, I have tried really hard not to judge books by their cover, but I am now in my 40s. I don't give a crap. I am a cover judger. I If your cover stinks, I, I probably won't read your book. That's just how, how it is. But if your cover's amazing, even if your blurb kind of sounds like, eh, I'll probably read your book anyway, um, if the if the cover's amazing enough. And that is one thing that I have noticed about indie authors, especially. You guys know, like you know, people judge covers. Like you you just know that they do because a lot of you guys are readers yourselves, and a lot of you guys are cover judges yourselves. You just don't want to admit it. <laughs> Um, well, I'm drawn to the pretty color covers. Uh, my dad's an artist, so I've always been drawn to the pretty, pretty things. <laughs> so um, if it's it has pretty artwork on the book, my brain will like go towards it and gravitate right? towards it. Yes. I'm not sure if I'm ADHD. I'm pretty sure I am. Uh, never been diagnosed, but shiny things tend to attract me. <laughs> we yeah, and we you and I talk. Um, I, I would say probably six days out of seven because, you yeah. know, there's there's sometimes where, you know, we just, you know, don't really have much to talk about. But, you know, we'll get on Instagram DMs and, you know, we talk a lot. And that was one of the things that we talked about was um, the fact that you think you might be ADHD. And um, there's there's a lot to say for a pretty cover. And let me tell you guys, when I do the cover review, cover reveal video, I am so excited for you guys to see it. It's so freaking gorgeous. It's, I, I just, I can't, like, I, I just, it's, it's simple. Like, it's not overly done, but the the beauties in the simplicity of it like it's uh it's it's gorgeous like it's a like a snowy <laughs> wintry background um and it's like i i just i i can't even with this cover you guys i can't wait for you to see it um and if you're a cover judger like me i fully expect this cover to sell you on the book um regardless of whether you know what it's about and we haven't even gotten into what the book is about because <laughs> I can't stop gushing about this beautiful cover it's hand-drawn you guys like the details are added in photoshop of course but it is like I saw the the pencil drawings in the beginning like before Kylie started working in photoshop with it so yeah 
it's a fun thing with my Photoshop. Um, sorry to interrupt. I actually no, you're can't fine. Thing. Even the details are all hand drawn. I don't actually. Some artists will take like pictures and textures and put them in, um, which is a skill that I still forget is a thing. So I usually just draw everything by hand, and then I'm just like, oh wait, I probably could have just taken a picture of my texture of my denim jeans and used that. Too late. I drew it already. It took me three hours. <laughs> I I think I was um, I was making a cover reveal video for somebody. And I needed a black background. And so I literally just took my camera phone and just like stuck the camera up against my leg where the where it turns like completely black, where you just like basically <laughs> cover the camera and just took a picture of like my pants um, because I needed that solid black background and I could <laughs> not find one. Like if you go on Canva, yeah, you can like add a shape. Um <laughs> And like color it, color it black. But I needed like the photo, like I needed the black photo. And almost everything, if you go on Canva and search for a black photo, it's gonna be like black with stars or black with glitter <laughs> or you know black paper where it looks like all wrinkled. I was like, no, I just need literally solid black. <laughs> and so I, you know, go for the simplest. You know, I I love the the kiss um back when i was a kid um i don't know how old you are i don't know if you remember this or not but the um saying kiss uh, keep it simple stupid mm-hmm. i i've since changed that because i don't believe in calling people stupid um but keep it super simple and mm-hmm. um that just that works and so just you know go for the easiest thing possible and you may not remember um to go for the simplest option but you definitely go for the most beautiful and I I'm so excited for people to like I just I can't even with this cover you guys um I'm so excited um the book itself couldn't put it down like I was editing this book and um I I remember that we when you first sent it to me, I opened it up in Word and I was like, okay, Word's telling me that it's only 250 pages long. Yeah. But with that. it's yeah. also telling me that it's 168,000 words. So what the heck? So you and I were like sitting on Instagram and like messaging back and forth and you're like, okay, well, this is what it says on this program. And, you know, and we're just, we're going back and forth trying to make sure that I actually got the full document, but, but, you know, 250 pages, it did not seem like a lot for like 168,000 words. And so, you know, but when I started reading, I was like, okay, 250 pages is just not long enough for this. I mean, because the characters were so much fun. The book was so much fun. I had the hardest time putting it down. And I just wanted to work on it constantly. And so what, what gave you the, the inspiration to create 
this this epic fantasy based on a like a rogue cop I guess would be uh, <laughs> I guess would be kind of a, a good way to to put it um because the the rangers um are are kind of like the, the police uh, in this particular world and strider is he's kind of a disgraced ranger um I guess would be a good way to put it. So he's kind of like a rogue cop. Um, what gave you the inspiration for it? Um, I don't, it kind of came from a different things. I've always loved like the Rangers and stuff like that. They're kind of, I like bows, arrows. I've just always had a fascination with them. So I drew a lot from that when I was a little kid, I used to love the Rangers apprentice series. Um, so I kind of gave first sparked the whole, had a bunch of different books spark from that um and then I just kind of had the idea uh then kind of Addie came into play and I was just like oh well this would be kind of cool if like this happened or this happened and then I had the general idea sitting there in the back of my mind for I don't know five years or something like that it's been a long time um and then I actually got invited to play a D&D campaign, very first campaign. And the thing with D&D is you're supposed to pick a character <laughs> and play that character. I was really new, I'm really shy. And I'm just like, well, I have this really quiet, stoic character. <laughs> so I don't have to do a whole lot. Um, and doing the ranger class, I learned, oh, they get to pick a ranger companion, like an animal, and one of the companions was a wolf. And um, I based that wolf off of my dog, um, Bullet. He's since passed away this year. And his goofiness, like all of the goofiness of Greer was my dog. Um, he was just a, a goofball, loved to be with you, loved to, what, whatever you were doing, he loved to join you and stuff like that. He was just a goofy fella. Um, and so I kind of incorporated that um, and ended up using that campaign. And I further, I actually was still playing it and further fleshed out him, uh, Strider, the character. And what's really funny is um, like how Strider, before it even happened in the campaign, Strider had already kind of became more of a parental figure to Addie in, in many ways where he's kind of her mentor and stuff like that and it ended up evolving several months later after I finished the book that my Strider in the D&D campaign because I expected them to like eventually diverge from one another because it often does because the stories are completely different um well he's now the party dad <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> somehow he babysits everybody um which is hilarious, but that's kind of the inspiration um, where I got a lot of, like, I built off of um, that, my discovery of the character through actually role-playing him and and role-playing um, Greer and learning their dynamic and how they work together and, and fueled that, so. So let's, let's talk about Greer for just a little bit. Um, <laughs> He so far with like your beta readers, me, um, 
so far Greer has been everybody's favorite character. Um, I don't want to give away too much, honestly, because I just I want everybody to get to experience Greer um, the same way that I did. Um, so I don't want to say too much, um, but I will I will vouch for the goofiness of this dire wolf. Um, he is absolutely hilarious. There's so much. He just he has so much personality. Um, he kind of reminds me in in some of his mannerisms and in some of the things that he does. He kind of reminds me of Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Um, because there's there's one scene in How to Train Your Dragon where Toothless um, just kind of like pushes um, his kid to the ground and just like lays on him flat and just like his chin's out and he just kind of collapses onto him. <laughs> and Greer has a habit of actually doing that with Strider. And, um, you know, he he has reasons for it. I'm not going to go into that a whole lot. Um, he does have reasons uh, for why he um, he does that. And he is he's a very intelligent animal. Um, he doesn't really he doesn't talk. He's not a, a talking animal. Um, but there's there's a lot where he he is able to get his meaning across um, and the the things that he does and the the mannerisms that he has, he's able to get his, his thoughts and his instincts across. Um, and so his, you know, he has reasons for why he does a lot of things. Um, but he, he is definitely very goofy. Um, that's one of the funnest things about him is just his, his goofiness and the, the things that he does and, and his protectiveness of his, his pack. Um, he doesn't really, he doesn't have like his own like animal pack. Um, he he pretty much travels with Strider, but um, his you know those the people that he meets um, along the line and and along the the story become his pack, and he is very protective of them. And I I think that's amazing. Um, so. Um, I, I can't wait uh, to hear everybody's thoughts on Greer. Um, I will um, put a I'll put a question in the um, in the show notes uh, for everybody. So be sure once you read the book in April, you guys um, to go into the show notes and leave comments um, on the book. Um, definitely leave reviews. I know authors love reviews. Um, it's one of the best ways um, that they use to market their books um, and get their books out to more readers. So reviews are amazing. Definitely want um, lots and lots and lots of those. Um, people will have thoughts. I, I can pretty much guarantee people will have thoughts um, on oh, yeah. The Hunter of Farallon. Um, so I I can't wait uh, to see all of these amazing reviews come out. Um, I can't wait for your book to come out. I'm, I'm I, I cannot contain my excitement, you guys. I'm so excited for this book. Um, and there's um, there's a couple other books uh, coming out 
this year um, in 2024 um, that I want to recommend as well. Um, and then uh, we are going to get to some of your book recommendations because I know you came into the podcast with plenty of them. Um, <laughs> but um, one is another book that I um, recently got to got to proofread. Um, it's called The Way of the Wielder uh, by Sarah Hoodlet. Um, and it's another epic fantasy. It's so good, you guys. It's um I I actually it wasn't one of those books that I had a hard time putting down. It was one of those books that I had a hard time working on. Um there's there doesn't seem to be a um like there isn't a change in my opinion based on your book was so good I couldn't put it down or your book was so good I struggled to to work on it at all there's like it's one or the other um there's very very few books um that I get to work on as an editor where it's in between it's usually one or the other um and there's been a few books where it's you know I struggled to work on your book because it sucked um but luckily luckily those <laughs> authors are not listeners of the podcast <laughs> so I don't have to worry about that um if any of my clients are listening I am not talking about your books I swear I promise um but this, um, The Way of the Wielder, was on the other end of the spectrum from yours, where it was so good, I struggled to work on it. And I I actually emailed Sarah, and I was like, I am having the hardest time working on your book, not because it's not good, but because I know when I'm done, I won't ever get to read it for the first time again. And you know, it was just one of those, one of those books where, um, you just, you don't want it to end. And because you just want to just stay immersed with those characters. And her book was one of those and it was so good. And it comes out sometime early this year. Um, so it is part of a series. Um, I will get to read, um, I will get to work on book two, uh, coming up very soon. I'm so excited. Um, but that is definitely one that I recommend. I don't know for sure when it is releasing. I do know it is early this year. So um, that is definitely one that I will recommend to you guys. Um, the other one that I'm going to recommend is um, the, uh, I think it's the Angel of Fate series um, by my friend Zach Jeffries. Uh, book one is already out and book two, um, he is a proofreading client. So I will get to work on book two um, sometime early this year. So hopefully, um, and I believe it is on pre-order uh, right now. So hopefully um, by mid-year um, for sure, uh, book two should be out. Definitely read book one. It's so good. Um, He's an amazing author. Um, he he has just a wonderful way with um, his characters and the way that he creates them. So um, he is super fun to work with. His books are amazing. Um, I will recommend pretty much anything he writes. So those are my two big, huge book recommendations for books I know are coming out in 2024. Um, 
I think you had a lot of ones that you read in 2023 um, that you think uh, people need to check out. So yeah, hit us with some book recommendations. Perfect. Um, by the way, let me know when the Way of the Wielder comes out. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I actually got um, I got a couple. I have I like I've read a lot more this year than I've had in a while. Like finally made time to read. Um, one of the ones that I really liked is um, a necromancer called Gam Gam. Um, it's a little bit of a shorter book. It's about um, this. Uh, girl is being pursued by someone due to her powers and uh she ends up running into this little old lady in the middle of a forest and she's just knitting and stuff like that and um it turns out the little old lady is a necromancer and she helps out this little girl and they kind of do um yeah she kind of helps her figure out her problems and 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 solve things and it it deals with grief so i will warn you you might end up tearing up at the end but it, it's short. It's a really pleasant read. The characters are goofy and fun and you get attached to them. And I would die for Gam Gam <laughs> and come back and get a knitted hat or something from her. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed that one. Um, I also got to do an arc read, my very first arc. Um, I always super intimidated uh, doing an arc because um, and. I'm not very good at writing reviews, but this one I couldn't resist. And I'm so happy that I didn't talk myself out of it like I do every time um, because it's probably my favorite read of the entire 2023. Um, it's called Spark of the Divine. Uh, it's by Louise Holland. And um, it's a fantasy, epic fantasy based on her D&D campaign that she did with her husband was like the DM and stuff like that. Um, she's like, so I probably talked to her about as much as I talked to you now. I made a friend. I'm so happy. Um, but it follows a, a group of characters that are just this little ragtag bunch. And she, you wouldn't think she was a debut author. She's writes so well. and you get so attached to the different characters and your heart breaks for some of them. Others you want to smack upside the head because you're frustrated with them. Um, and every single one of them is their own unique uh, personality that you get to follow and fall in love with. And it's a multi POV as a result. And it's just a really fun read. I enjoyed it a lot. I think it took me two days to finish mostly because I had to put it down because I had work the next day. <laughs> so I had to, stop reading which made me sad <laughs> but I, I read um, a lot of books like that yeah yeah I really enjoyed it and I definitely recommend you pick them up uh I actually got to design something for a special edition which uh I can't show yet but I'm really excited about it so um another one would be uh The Traitors We Are by Michael. Oh, I just forgot his last name. R Starts with R. Ripper. Yes. I've actually, yep. I've actually had him on. He's a friend of mine. I've actually had him on the the podcast a couple of times. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I'm not usually one that's into like the more political fantasy type things, but he did it really well. I really liked it. I'm looking forward to the next book. Um, curious to see what happens next there. 
Um, and those were the three that I kind of picked. I have a lot more if you want me to go on. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 sure that we will um, get to um, get to plenty of them. But um, I don't want to make everybody's TV guard explode at the beginning of the year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, book two um, comes out. I want to say sometime this year, um, if I remember correctly. So um, for in the the Crown and Tide uh, series, um, and I I have not read The Traders We Are. I own it. It is in my Kindle, but I am um, waiting for all the books in the series to come out. Because knowing Mike like I do, um, I know book one is going to end on a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I I am not prepared for that. So um, I um, I did the same thing with my friend uh, Kenyon's trilogy. Um, I, I, I reviewed book one. It is on my website. But I haven't <laughs> finished the book yet. So... Um, I, I basically was able to review up to the point that I read, but I saved like this much, like, you know, I would say 100 pages, maybe 150 pages um, to before the end of the book, because book two hadn't come out yet. And I knew, I knew that it was going to end on a cliffhanger. And well, now I'm waiting for book three to come out because <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I don't, because I, knowing Kenyon like I do, his name is Kenyon Gagne, um, I just had him on um, for the second time um, a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's, you know, working on book three at the moment, but they're, like, long books, they're chunky books, and I, knowing him like I do, book you know, book two is probably going to end on a cliffhanger too. And I'm like, I'm waiting for that trilogy <laughs> to be finished before I go back and, and read. Um, but it's called, it is called the Goners Trilogy um, by Kenyon Gagne, G-A-G-N-E. Highly, highly recommend. He is an amazing author. Um, it's character-driven sci-fi. Um, and I would actually call it character-driven dystopian futuristic sci-fi it's um I love indie authors and their genre blending it's awesome um because their books very rarely fit into like one genre um but it's very very character driven the three main uh, the three main characters are just amazing um so I definitely recommend those as well but I recommend um, buying, waiting for book three, buy the books, please support him. <laughs> I am not saying, um, but I do recommend um, reading them once they're all out. Um, so yes, I do recommend book one and book two are out. You guys, please go buy them. Please support him. Um, but let it sit in your Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you want to torture yourself, um, let them sit in your Kindle. Um, but, um, I do hope that plenty of people go and buy the books that we're talking about. You guys, these are indie authors. They deserve our support. They deserve our love. Um, 
and the um, the books, even the um, the necromancer named Gam Gam. I don't like books that make me cry. <laughs> um, but but um, the I love that emotional when it books like tear at you emotionally. Um, I, you know, the way the wielder, there's, um, there's a couple places in that book that, um, does that to me where, you know, I don't cry, but there is definitely some emotion, um, and there's, um, some trigger warnings. So please pay attention to those as well. Um, I won't say too much because the book is, is not published yet, um, but it is coming out soon. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely pay attention to the trigger warnings and the content warnings um, in that one. Um, but highly, highly, highly recommend it. Highly recommend uh, The Hunter of Feralden. Um, I don't believe that there are any trigger warnings um, in The Hunter of Feralden. Um, I will say there's some emotional places. <laughs> yeah, so. I would just. I do plan on putting in there that there is a uh, battle and stuff. So not only people, but animals do die. Um, and I knew that affects people. So I, I will probably put that there that the horses also are in danger. Uh, <laughs> Nobody so. is safe. Everybody dies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I do plan on warning people about that. Cause I know it's, it can be hard on people, you know, like, seeing an animal get hurt, things like that. You know, most people are like, yeah, fine if the guy gets hurt. I don't care, but don't you dare touch the horse. <laughs> don't hurt the puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's, I will put that's that nice. there um, just as a aside so people know. Um, and that way they don't uh, read that. And if they're struggling with it, like for me right now, I know when I lost like my dog, my cat within like a couple months of one another, Anything to do with the loss of a pet or anything was particularly difficult for a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, it hits me every now and again. But um, I got through certain things in the book when I was reading through it uh, in my book. Okay, thankfully. But um, I will put it there just for anyone that might need it. Um, okay. So what is... Um, the last book that you've read that you actually hoped everyone would die. Have you read any books like that that just had those really awful characters, but yet you enjoyed the book? I'm not I'm not saying like bad book. Book you really enjoyed, but you wanted people to die. What was the last uh, book that you read like that? Or was there any? Probably traitors. <laughs> Nice. Like, I really want you to die. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, Mike, I know you're listening because you are a listener of the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, your your book got a got a vote for it. it was really good, but I wanted everyone to die. Um, Not everyone, but there's certain characters that I'm just like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you took a long, a, a short, like a long walk off of a very a short, short pier. pier. Yeah. Over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, my, um, 
I used to do um, episodes here on the podcast, um, the Golden Girls uh, Book Club, and it was four of us ladies who would get together and talk about um, an indie book once a month. And we called those characters our elevator shaft characters, where we just <laughs> wanted to push them into an elevator shaft um, and, you know, watch them splatter at the at the bottom. Um, but, yeah, I um, I read a an enemies to lovers um, romance recently um, that I actually wanted there to not be a happy ending at the end, you know, because like romance books, there's the, there's the happy ever after. There's you know everybody knows that the the main characters and their love interests are there. There's gonna be some sort of happy ever after at the end. And I I have since discovered that when it comes to enemies to lovers, I just I really want there to be a book that they have their romance. And then at the end of the book, it's like, yeah, that that was great. But no, I still hate you. And they just like go their separate ways. And that's the happily ever after is they just they decide they're better off as not together instead of, you know, suddenly realizing at the end that, oh, you're the love of my life and we're going to be together forever and let's get married tomorrow. No, <laughs> I I wanted these two particular people to because it the book was called Enemies with Benefits and it was two people who were basically competitors over like grades um, in high school and they um, kind of start a um, friends with benefits type of situation, um, hence the title Enemies with Benefits. Um, and I, I just really wanted to come to the end of the book and have the girl look at him and just be like, yeah, the sex was great, but no, I still hate you. I'm going to go date your brother, you know, <laughs> or something like that, you know, just, yeah. I, I didn't want them to suddenly be the loves of each other's lives. Cause I'm like, you guys hated each other. <laughs> like, seriously, like hated each other. And then, you know, all of a sudden by the end of the book, they're like, you're the love of my life and let's get married tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. And I, I honestly could rant about this for a while because I'm like, this is why I don't read enemies to lovers, you guys, because <laughs> I really <laughs> just want them to stay enemies at the end of the book. <laughs> I need one of my indie authors out there somewhere. Write me an enemies to lovers romance where they go it's like enemies to lovers to enemies like just don't give me that happy ending just let them stay enemies at the end of the book that's all I want that that would be amazing for me um, which is why I don't read much romance um because <laughs> I was like I don't always need the happy ever after you guys I read a lot yeah. of fantasy and I don't, I'm not used to happy ever after. I'm used to like <laughs> people dying and I'm used to like bad things happening. And I, you know, real life is not always happy ever after. It's just 
not. And, you know, so yeah, anybody listening, including you, Kylie, if you ever want to write me that book, even if it's just a novella, I don't care. I just want something. Um, so what, what is your favorite genre to read outside of epic fantasy? Um, sci-fi. I like, I've recently been going into the sci-fi vein and so far I've been really enjoying it. What, what's a book that you've been reading recently in that genre? Um, let's see, I picked up. Uh, I really liked the Lost Fleet series by Jack Campbell, um, and then uh, an indie author that did sci-fi. It's more like a blend of sci-fi and fantasy. It's like draws inspiration from the Disney's Treasure Planet, uh, River in the Galaxy, and I just forgot the author's name, um, but I really enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, I have book two on my TBR pile. It's on my shelf taunting me. <laughs> book I need to finish before I can get to it but um I really like that series as well um oh I can't remember uh let me see what her name was uh River in the Galaxy by Natalie Kelda um the actual series is called Inner Universe okay um so are you um for any of my book blogger listeners out there, are you going to have arcs um, available for uh, The Hunter of Feralden? Uh Yes, I am. I'm planning on having arcs. My goal is to try them end of February, uh, beginning of March, just to give people enough time because it's a, it's a big book uh, to read. Uh, it's only 250 pages. Come on. <laughs> It's actually uh, not. Once once no. <laughs> it's formatted, it's almost 500, you guys. But it's yeah. it's so uh, worth it. Yeah. It'll get bigger. So the artwork and then the maps. And then I have to have, like, the glossary in the back with all sorts of things. And, um, like, the funny words and how to say them and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do plan on having ARCs. Uh, most likely it'll be available in ebook format first. Um, and then I'll have author copies that I got, like the proof copies and stuff that I'm happy to send out as well. If people need a physical as well, because I know some people it's harder to read ebook. It's easier to read a physical. Um, I'm there as well. It's harder for me to read ebooks than physical books. So, yeah, it's, it's actually harder for me to read a physical book. So, um, I, I like my ebooks, um. But I I do have signed physical copies that authors have sent me. Um, but I um I don't read them. I I will go and buy the the Kindle version so that I have it to read. Um, and then that way my signed copies stay pretty. Um so I know that um, I know that you'll be you'll be sending um, me a, a thank you signed copy. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do also want to say we've got about 10 minutes left. Um, I do also want to say that um, along with the the release of the book, 
um, in April. Um, hopefully by giving myself a timeline, I will actually get this done. Um, but I will have candles um, inspired by the Hunter of Feralden um, available and they will be scented campfire. Um, so <laughs> I I am yeah and you you love my candles you actually have like a, a huge collection of my candles so um I will make sure to get one um sent to you uh but yes along with the release of um the Hunter of Feralden um and then I will probably be working with um my bookmark designer uh collaborator Ellie Lieberman um she creates scented bookmarks um, and I will probably do what I can to get um, a gift set created um, for everybody so that you can get the book, a candle, a bookmark and a chocolate bar um, all Love in it. all in one all in one set. So I will have to um, get with um, get with Ellie um, and see the, their little pendants. It's Strider's pendant. I have a mock up. Oh, that's up. very cool. That's yeah, awesome. I love that. I'll make a few for your your boxes too. So yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see what we can do about that. Um, but yeah, we um, I I love doing the gift sets um and having those available as well. So um, all of that um will be available. The book comes out hopefully in April. Um, hopefully you won't have to yeah crossing fingers. Um, that we won't have to push it out any, any further. Um, cause you guys, like, I, I'm so excited for you guys to buy this book and, and read it and enjoy it. Um, and so, yeah, any, um, and we're going to real quick go over, um, where people can find you so that any book bloggers, um, any book reviewers, um, who want to, um, to read in advance and leave reviews, um, for the Hunter of Feralden, um, you'll be able to get a hold of um, Kylie um, and get on the waiting list for those uh, so that she knows who to send um, ARCs to uh, once they're available. So anybody who's listening, if you are interested in um, this amazing, amazing book, um, then um, real quick, go over where people can find you. Um, and contact you if they're interested in ARCs or if they just want to follow you and um, see pictures of your amazing drawings and all that stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter um, at, uh, it'll be at Agard Kylie on there. And then it also has a link to my link tree with all my other socials. Um, on Instagram, I'm K underscore sorry k underscore agard it's a-a-g-a-r-d underscore writing that's where uh, i post a lot of pictures you'll see a lot of pictures of the cats that like to assist me in my writing <laughs> <laughs> um and then As I'm assist is in quotes you guys <laughs> yes assist they're very very helpful <laughs> and then i am also on blue sky um see if I can remember what my information is on Blue Sky. It's been a little bit. Uh, it'll be at K Agard writing. Um, no spaces or anything on there. And again, usually how I remember how to I tell people how to spell my name is it's Asgard. Just replace that S with an A and you've got it. So um, and that's how you spell my name. <laughs> 
And uh, I will and I will be sure to put links um, to all of that. If you'll get me the link to your link tree um, for sure, um, I will get all of that in the show notes uh, for everybody uh, so that you can go follow her. There will be links to her books um, once they are released. Um, book one, especially. Please go buy The Hunter of Feralden. Um, it's not very often that I say it so many times, but I, I honestly promise that you guys um, will not be disappointed. Um, and I, um, it's an amazing story and with amazing characters and it's so much fun. So um, definitely if you're interested in an arc um, and um, want to leave a review for it, then, you know, please contact Kylie and get on that waiting list. Um, she does have a website as well um, where you can go. I believe there's um, a website where you can use the contact form um, and shoot her an email to get on that waiting list. Um, I believe you have a newsletter as well, right? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, not active yet because obviously I don't want to pester anyone with the newsletter. <laughs> announcement for the dates for the arts. But once I do have that, it'll be going out on the newsletter. Um, it'll go out on my socials uh, everywhere and I'll have information and everything. And yeah, the contact section will um, send it to my email through my website and uh, I can add you to the list. So. Yeah. So um, anybody who is interested in that, especially if you love epic fantasy, um, if you like books that are hard to put down, um, that you um, want to help a help an indie author out, um, give her some love, um, then please uh, contact her um, and let her know. Um, but other than that, do you have any final thoughts, any final comments um, before we say goodbye? Um, I just wanted to thank you for letting me come on again. I really enjoy it. I enjoy talking with you and um, discussing books and getting more books to add to my pile of books <laughs> I'm uh, I am always I tell people I'm like I will hook you up I I have so many books um that are in my um uh, magazine of um bullet recommendations um I was trying to to find a gun analogy um but <laughs> in my armory um we'll say in my armory um I have plenty of books, um, book recommendations ready to to give out um, in pretty much any genre. Uh, so um, anybody, if you're struggling to figure out what to read next, I'll hook you up. Um, I have no problem with that. Just 90% of them are probably going to be indie books. I'm fine with um, that. <laughs> but, you know, it's totally fine. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that I could add to your TBR. You've definitely added to mine. Um whether it makes me cry or not, I think I might have to meet Gam Gam. So <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see what happens there. Um, but anyway, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you again. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>